Merry Christmas, darling. <laughs> Happy New Year to Merry Christmas, Greg. What up, Merry everyone? Merry Christmas to you. It's the Park Life Podcast. We're in the Christmas season, so don't hate, but I'll be doing a lot of Christmas things, you know, for the duration of the season. But welcome back. We're back. Greg, Greg's here, right? Greg, you're here. Greg is here. Yes. Happy to be back. Happy to talk about some free holiday fun in the parks. But can we talk about that intro for a moment? Because I just Always. was searching for some old school Disney parade songs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I found that one and it's catchy. It's one of those like classically catchy Disney parade songs, right? Classically have... catchy. Hashtag classically catchy. You should TM that, Greg. TM, TM, TM. Okay. I'm working on it. <laughs> Um, but I was listening to it and some of the lyrics kind of stood out and I have a little beef with them. Okay. So, uh, the, their lyrics were castles, jelly beans, yeah. and lots of cheer. Okay, fine. Why jelly beans? The Who jelly knows? beans kind of got the, me. I'm like, okay, you could have said, I mean, yeah. jelly beans isn't really just Christmas. That's like but Easter. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. Easter, right? Yeah. Okay. But okay, fine. All right. So castles, jelly beans, and lots of cheer. And then this is the next line. Hmm. Wishing you and yours... A brand new year, not a good year, not uh, a happy a new, new year. They're just wishing you a year. In other words, <laughs> hope you make it to tomorrow. Don't die, everybody. What does that we mean? We hope you don't die. <laughs> happy a new year. Yeah. <laughs> they, but they, but Why? they also wish that you have jelly beans. So, are they That's hoping true. that you make it to Easter? They're hoping that you have a new year so that you make it to Easter so you can eat That's the jelly beans that it. you got. Yes, because jelly beans never go bad. Yeah, that's true. Um, They're just so strange. They just get harder. Yes. That's what she said. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, boy. So um, it is the holiday season, and my wife Nicole and I are going to the very merriest after hours event this Thursday, November 11th. We are very excited about it. We um, are justifying the cost of it by saying we didn't go to any after hours or party last year. I don't know. That's yeah. our mental gymnastics we did to be able to justify the 100 and I think it was one fifty nine minus the very gracious, significant ten dollar oh, yeah. annual pass and or DVC discount that we used. We um, were looking at the, money, but... the prices. Uh, I was because mm-hmm. I was going through because, you know, spoiler alert: Doug and Beth are going to be in Disney. Um, so I was looking at the prices of them, and it's it's very weird the different days that they put the different prices on. Like, there's no mm-hmm. rhyme or reason to them, basically. Because they go up well, and down. And I'm like, I, I, I would do. understand if it went up and down with the um, the weekends, but it wasn't even that. It was, I don't know, it's just super weird. A lot so of the first night is $20 more than the night that I'm going. That's why I'm not going the first night. I think mm-hmm. it was $179 the first night instead of $159 One, or whatever. Well, it's $189. 189 instead of mm-hmm. $169. Um. So we, that's, that's too rich for my blood. I tapped out at 169, which is even <laughs> ridiculous. But anyway, so we're really excited about it. And it's four hours and we get, you know, some things. Listen, I was talking to a cast member on Main Street a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. And we were just, I don't know why she was divulging all those information with Ooh. me. I, I don't know why. I didn't tell that, her I was You just a cast have member, one of those faces. It's one of those trusting faces. <laughs> uh, maybe it's the hairline. So she was mm-hmm. telling us about how she anticipates the parade the once upon a christmas time parade to be only about 50 to 75 percent of what the parade used to be based on the staffing levels for entertainment and i was like well i'm paying double a christmas party that better be the whole parade um so we shall see if you don't see skiers and snope i will be angry i think we'll see the skier i hope so right i don't know i haven't heard of anyone who's been like rehearsing for that but or the the same cast member is also alleging that she anticipates Festival of Fantasy re- to return after Christmas because mm. she, in her opinion, she is basically saying that this is like a test for a quote full parade in terms of oh. I don't know what because people standing around they know how to COVID. do a full parade. Well, yeah, like I don't know. Tra- so it's that's... not like they're tracking if people are getting COVID. That's why I'm like, how would you even know if there was a huge outbreak? You wouldn't really know because if people are getting COVID, they're not calling Disney to be like, I was at Disney and I got COVID. It's like, well, yeah okay but how do you there's no way to trace that you actually got it from disney either so it is tough to tell you yeah but anyway we're excited um fireworks are coming and of the parade like i mentioned a stage show we're gonna have a great time the weather's been like not hot here at night 
So aside from our hype about the very merriest, um, we did go to Magic Kingdom a little bit and we were, you know, seeing all the Christmas decorations and stuff. Mm-hmm. I call it show prep because, you know, we're talking today mm-hmm. about holiday fun in the parks, free holiday fun in the parks. So this morning I was at Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom. And then a couple days ago I was at Magic Kingdom. I haven't gotten to Epcot yet to see the um, decorations in person, although they're pretty similar year to year. Yeah. But um, after Magic Kingdom uh, the other day, we stopped at Wilderness Lodge. Haven't been in a while. And I got a dessert that I was really looking forward to, the Roaring S'more. And I posted a review on our Instagram story and gave it a 2 out of 10. And it was a real soul crusher. Because Yikes. it's supposed to be, it's a s'more dessert, right? So it's s'more a layer what? of graham cracker cake. And then uh, on top of that, there was a center that was like a, kind of like a Nestle Crunch, just really dense, like really thick version mm-hmm. of that. And then wrapped around that is a marshmallow. Um, and then on top of that, I'm sorry, caramel marshmallow is how it was described. Okay. I would not say that's what it tasted like. Mostly because pencil eraser is what it tasted like, not caramel marshmallow. But anyway, oh. so on top of that was chocolate mousse and that was fine. And then on top of that was like a white chocolate kind of Mickey and then like a actual piece of a marshmallow that had been like mm-hmm. kind of fire roasted to get that burnt marshmallow look. Yeah. And it was really gross, to be honest. And I'm not normally like a, a poo-pooer of desserts, but it was really just not good. Mm-hmm. Not even like because I didn't like the, the taste profile. It just mm-hmm. was like crappy. The marshmallow was <laughs> disgusting. But anyway, so on the outside of the marshmallow, they had put edible glitter to make it like shine, to make it, I don't think it was iridescent because it's not a part of the 50th, right. just to like make it sparkle. So as a joke, Nicole and our friend Lillian, who I know has been on a few times, and I know some of you listening to this know exactly who Lillian is, um, and often reach out and say, say hello to Lillian because she's, she's no That's longer right. on Instagram. So don't worry. No, I always pass along so your hellos, everybody. Every time I see a pair of Crocs, all I do is think of her. <laughs> She is Mrs. Crocs. Anyway, so um, the outside of like the the rim of the marshmallow had glitter on it. So as a joke, I had taken the marshmallow and like dabbed my eye on it to give Stop. myself like sparkle. So then Nicole and uh, Lillian are just going to town with it. They're, they're taking the marshmallow. They're, their face faces were covered in a foundation glitter. of glitter. Yeah, and it was great because like, oh, I'm hungry. Hold on. I'm just kinda, if I need some sugar, you just kind of wipe your eyebrow and then you lick your finger and boom, you got a little dessert. A little dessert on the go. Gross. Now that I have that visual. Yes. I took a photo of it. I'll post it. Can't wait. (laughs) Can't wait to see it. Now that uh, we've been talking about all the Disney Disney things, I'm just excited that Doug and I get to actually come and do some Disney things. So we don't really know what our episode next week is going to look like, guys, but it's going to be good. And we're going to be talking about some Disney things (laughs) probably in the park. Because Doug and I, it's our yes. nine-year anniversary next week. So we decided, um, I think I just maybe cried my way through it, is what I'm going to say. Cried my way to getting a trip because we were like, no, we're not going. We're not going to do anything. We're going to Europe next um, next summer. We have a trip to Disneyland Paris booked as part of that Europe trip. And so we were like, we're not going to do it. But I was like, but when the 50th happened in October, I was a complete mess for the entire week. Um, literally, I think I cried like every day about something stupid relating to Disney. Oh, no. And so... We were like, let's go for our anniversary for a couple days. It'll be great. So we're making it happen, and I can't wait. Because we get to do some of these free things that we're about to talk about. Yeah. And before we jump into our topic, I do just want to thank everyone for participating in our anonymous survey. The link to that will be closing soon. So if you'd like to share with us your thoughts, Mm -hmm. we've gotten a lot of great suggestions as to guests we should invite on our show. And I'm excited to send some invitations out based Mm -hmm. on what you're saying. So again... Is a completely anonymous survey. You can find the link to that survey in our show notes, as well as our bio on Instagram. There's a link there taking you to the survey. All of those surveys are read, so don't worry. Your thoughts and opinions are being viewed by yours truly. Very excited about it. Okay, so without further ado, some free holiday fun in Walt Disney World, an updated version. I know we did this in 2019, I want to say. Some things are quite different between then and now. And, of course, there are some paid-for experiences during the holidays, like the thing I'm going to on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. But there really are a bunch of things around the parks, resorts, Disney Springs that are totally free to do. And, of course, some of these things are included in your park admission, specifically mm-hmm. at the parks. So if we say these are free holiday, if we say these are free holiday fun things, we assume that you're going to the park. So it's really included in park admission, but otherwise free. And some of these things are just enhancements to attractions, decorations, shows, photo opportunities that don't exist the rest Mm -hmm. of the year. For sure. 
So we're going to do this park by park. We're going to break it down. Um, and as always, I feel like we always start with Magic Kingdom. So should we just start there? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. All right. Uh, so the first thing on our list for Magic Kingdom is that on evenings when there is not a very merriest after hours, which I still hate saying, I just want to say Christmas party, very merry Christmas party, <laughs> very merriest after hours when they're not being held, they still do some features to Cinderella's castle. So um, if you are around, I don't really, I don't know what times they do it. I don't know if we found out what times when they do it yet. When it's dark. Just when it gets dark. Um, they do special projection effects. They transform the whole look of the castle. And then throughout the evening, they'll do bursts of holiday magic that will appear with rotating. Uh, they'll do like a rotating series of designs and things. So this is where you kind of see people that have pictures where the castle just looks like it's brightly lit up, but it's different things. Like it could be, it almost looks like wrapping paper, would you say? Like it's wrapped up yes. or something. Yeah. Um, and so they'll do this. And then with that, because it's the 50th celebration, they're going to be like looping in transitions um, for the beacon, the beacon of magic, like illuminating. So they're doing this on each of the... Um, each of the beacons of the park. And so with all of the holiday stuff, they're also looping these things in. So if you miss the Cinderella's castle thing, you can still catch the beacon of magic illuminating night thing where they do the iridescent glow for the 50th. Um, so yeah, so that's not the same as the dream lights, but these rotating projections and designs and stuff like that, they're, they're quite cool. And it just kind of gives you yeah. more things to look at as like, you know, especially when you're walking around, you're doing um, going from one side of the park to the other, or anytime you're in the, the hub area kind of gives you something more to do something like more entertainment that's going on. Um, especially if you're kind of like waiting either for a castle show or for fireworks or something, they're always doing these. Yeah. And you know, this is a little bit of a controversial item here because there are a lot of big fans, myself included mm -hmm. of the dream lights, yeah. which used to be the lights that you saw in the castle, which are stunningly beautiful yes. and can never truly be replaced. However, if we can't have the dream lights for whatever reason, um, I really think these projections are nice and mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of like what you're looking at when you watch the projections on the castle from Happily Ever After, mm -hmm. even Enchantment, but they're solid. They're kind of like more permanent looking, if that makes any sense. Some yeah. of them have moving elements, but like it really changes the look of the castle at night. And I have some beautiful photos yeah. of the castle during this time last year. And in addition to the projections, they have the big spotlights going that kind of create like that fanned spotlight look behind it. Mm -hmm. And I just think it looks so cool. So I'm really glad they brought this back. If they couldn't do the dream lights, I'm glad they're doing this. Yes. Because it really is something cool to get a photo in front of or just a photo of the castle mm -hmm. as if we don't all have enough of them. I don't know about you, but like my camera rolls on so my phone is just like 80% yeah. castle photos. Yeah. It has to be like the most photographed thing on earth. I feel like it's got to be. It's up there. I've read articles about... Um, you know, frequently photographed monuments, so yeah. to speak. And it's not the top because I think like Eiffel Tower or kind of more traveled mm. things wind up because, yeah. you know, however, it ranks pretty high. There, for sure. It's definitely up there. It's definitely the, the biggest thing in all the parks is Cinderella Castle. Yeah. Um, something else for the holidays over in Magic Kingdom is Jingle Cruise. Mm -hmm. Of course, that is the overlay of Jungle Cruise. There are added props throughout the ride and they say it's intentionally cheap-looking Christmas trees, <laughs> lights, gifts floating in the water, and a bunch of other things. You'll see it. If, you, if you're familiar with the regular Jungle Cruise, mm -hmm. you'll be able to spot the differences with Jingle Cruise. And, of course, with the props, they also have some new jokes to go with them. And they've even renamed the boats to some seasonal names like Garland Gertie, Icicle Irma, Poinsettia Sal. That's how I, how I say that because most people say Poinsettia, poinsettias. Poinsettia. My mom called them poinsettias. I'm like, I'm pretty sure yes. there's some more syllables in there, but it's okay. We're going to go with it. Yes. Poinsettias. Um, Yulog Lolly. Oh, there is a drag <laughs> name. Uh, Candy Cane Connie, Burr, Bertha, and Mistletoe Millie are some of the examples Mistletoe of Millie is also a good drag name, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> you can always kiss underneath her. That's really graphic. So um, just a little side note on the Jungle Cruise overlay of Jingle Cruise. This started in 2013. Mm -hmm. So if you're wondering how long this has been going on for, we're coming up on eight years of this. Yeah, that's crazy. I and, remember when it first started, yeah. it was a big deal that we were finally getting an overlay. Of course, yes. we wanted it to be Haunted Mansion, but no, no, <sighs> never going to be Haunted Mansion. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. No. It is fine. Well, if it's fine or not, I guess we have to deal with it. That's right? true. So, uh, of course, with the overlay, the Imagineers were coming up with the storyline for it. And this is the, let's say, the official storyline of the Jingle Cruise overlay. 
the skippers got homesick during the holidays, just like the rest of us sometimes do. So to alleviate their sadness, they decorated elements of their tour with some festive things. Thus, uh, the cheap Christmas trees I was talking about, or even the cheap paint look when they right. are changing the names of the boat. So like, right. it looks like they slapped a name over already existing name, but that's supposed to look like that because the Jungle Cruise skippers um, are being resourceful and thrifty with overlaying their own space with Christmas decorations. And that's what it looks like. And this was all part of the overlay of Jingle Cruise. So if you're a nerd and you like to know storylines like we do, there you are. There you go. Okay, the next thing that we have in Magic Kingdom is Santa Claus. We'll talk about Santa in each of the parks, but through December 24th, you will be able to spot Santa in Magic Kingdom. Right now, at the time of this recording, they haven't announced how or where that is in the park, but we know it's coming. Um, they say this will be individ- an individualized experience where you can wave at them and take your picture. Um, so we're just going to like try to keep checking the My Disney Experience app under entertainment, as you can do as well. And that way you can see when and where to visit Santa in Magic Kingdom. I can't I can remember. I know he's in motorcades of other things, but he's not in the... You don't think he's going to be in any kind of motorcade for Magic Kingdom? And now, this time last year, they were doing Christmas cavalcades. Cavalcades, And Santa yeah. was one of them. That's what I thought. And if they're going to continue with what they've been doing with Halloween... Um, they did their regular cavalcades and the Halloween, let's call them premium cavalcades, mm-hmm. were only during the Boobash. So oh, okay. probably the case. Yep. We'll find out as this episode releases because it's the night of the first um, after hours. Yeah. But so far, the park is christmas up and the cavalcades are still the same. So I have a feeling that maybe he won't be. But the fact that they're calling it an individualized experience makes me think it won't somewhere. be in a parade. Yeah. That'll physically be situated okay. somewhere and you'll be able to go near him. Kind of like how I was able to do my, our quote meeting greet with Mickey the other day in Town Square, yeah. Where you're you're near him, you can talk to him, but you still have they put up a rope in between you us. You can and uh, him. So awkwardly like, look at each other from across the room, but basically yes, you can lock <laughs> eyes like you're in a club and you're in the middle of a rom com. Well, yes. I guess stay tuned because you will have been to one of these by the time we do our next episode. So yeah, want to know? We'll let you know then. Maybe if if you yes. see him or if you figure out where that is. In addition to talking about the Santa Claus sighting in each park, because he's a very busy man. He Not only does he travel around the world, mm-hmm. he also travels to all four parks throughout the day. So you can malls. possibly see him a in more than more than one park. Malls. Who knows? Yes. <laughs> so in addition to talking about where Santa is in each park, we'll also talk about where the, each of the park's trees are, the big Christmas tree. Yes. Some of them have multiple Christmas trees, yes. but of course we're talking about the big one. Um, so, you know, putting in a tree isn't necessarily a, an experience, right? But the reason we bring it up in each of the parks is I think it's a really great photo opportunity Mm -hmm. in, in all four parks and for different reasons based on where they are. So this Christmas tree in Magic Kingdom is right there in town square. You, you can't miss it as you enter the park. It like smacks you in the face with one of his branches on the way in. And there are some little Easter eggs uh, to find underneath the tree. So while you're there, either on the photo pass line out of it, you know, outside of it, or if you're taking your own bootleg version of a photo pass. By the way, I'm just kidding. So a photo pass person can take your phone and take a photo. You don't have to pay for the photo. Um, they will take your phone and take a, or your camera if you have one, and take a, a photo for you. But there are some Easter eggs at the bottom of the tree. There's like boxes of gifts and, and whatnot. But Underneath it is a train, a locomotive labeled the Lily Bell. And of course, mm. Lily being named Lillian. after Walt's wife. And they also have another train under there with the Carrollwood Pacific Railroad. And the Carrollwood Pacific Railroad is something that pops up in a bunch of Disney World things, including but mm. not limited to a whole room over at Wilderness Lodge in one of the um, Disney Vacation Club villas, which we'll talk about at some point in time. But the Carrollwood Pacific Railroad is the rideable miniature railroad that Walt built in his backyard. Yeah. And if you've ever seen photos seen so of him as an adult, yeah, um, of him on a train with his kids, that's that was the Carrollwood Pacific Railroad. So we've got two different nods to old Walt history mm-hmm. below the tree in Magic Kingdom. So go get your photos. You can face any way you want. Um, and it's a, it's a great photo opportunity there. Yeah, and other uh, other fun holiday photo opportunities they have, really just decorations, right? On Main Street, there's mm-hmm. like the wreaths hanging. Um, you know, you can be on Main Street where there's the trees like in the distance and the castle behind you. So there's a lot of other opportunities to look for. And the tip there is just to look 
also for um, all the PhotoPass photographers because if they're like in a random spot, then chances are it's just a really good spot to get a good shot. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like ho- you know with all the holiday stuff in it, they're not just kind of like in random spots for no reason. Um, and I do recommend for the nighttime photography to get those photos if you can from the actual photographers. I mean, I know like you can do them on your phone, but I just feel like with the flash and stuff, you're going to get a much better shot than on your iPhone. And don't oh, be yeah. mad when your iPhone shot doesn't turn out so great in the nighttime. Okay. They can't control <laughs> all of that. No. <laughs> so be nice to them. <laughs> yes. It's a great camera on your iPhone, but it's still, yeah, you're at night, nighttime. don't have a tripod. It can only do so yeah. much with that lens. Yeah. It's not a real camera. So a pro tip, if you want to bamboozle your friends, if you want to feel like an influencer mm-hmm. who's faking it, because by the way, fun fact, a lot of influencers will purchase a product, take a photo with it and return it, but that's a yes. different story for a different day. Yep. But if you want to be like them, um, on nights when they're doing the very merriest, mm-hmm. and we experienced this on the nights they were doing the boobash, they start to turn on some of the enhancements throughout the park, like the projections that would say boobash, or now we're going to say the very merriest, mm-hmm. um, or like random things being projected on the walls. You know what I'm talking about. You've yeah. seen them in the different yeah. Christmas and Halloween parties throughout the years. Um, they start to do that as it gets dark out. So the guests of the very merriest are allowed in and starting at seven and the park generally speaking is open to let's say eight or nine o'clock depending on the night. So those things are going. So just take pictures with that stuff in the background, <laughs> act like you're there. They have the big blow up like tubes that say like, you know, like the very merriest is entrance is this way. Like this is, this is going to be a treat location where they're handing out the premium bars or the yeah. whatever, the eggnog, I don't know what they're handing out, but you get my point. So like you can take your pick if you want to know what life uh, in the other lane is like, you know, life on the other side, the bougie life of the people who get That's to go right. to the Christmas party. I'm not including myself in that. I had to save actual real life money to, to go on this. It's, it's killing me how much it costs. Mm. But if you want to pretend you're living this luxurious lifestyle that you're going to the party, you can do that and then just leave, you know? Yeah, there you go. That's pro tip. Pro tip. You've done it. All right. Moving on to Animal Kingdom. What do you got, Greg? Let's talk about Animal Kingdom next. Yeah, so um, I was bopping around Animal Kingdom Be earlier bopping? today, taking in taking in all the sights and sounds of, of the holiday decorations there. And the way that Disney refers to the Halloween decoration, Halloween, what just happened there? I went no, back it's in not time. Halloween. The way it's that Christmas. the way that Disney refers to Do I need to sing you another their... Christmas song to get you in the spirit? No. Come on, Greg, get it together. Yes, go right ahead. Hit me with one. Oh, what's another one I can sing? Mm. Up on the housetop, ooh, oh, oh. Okay, that is the, um, I think that's the Glee version. Sorry, everyone. Oh, gosh. That's what we needed, a little Gleek <laughs> moment. So, uh, according to Disney, quote, during the holiday season and beyond, nature holds the truest magic at Disney's doesn't Animal it? Kingdom theme doesn't park. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? So, uh, as part of this, Discovery Island offers its Merry Menagerie, Menagerie. of Winter Animals, which is a series of life-sized artisan sculpted puppets. So reindeer, foxes, yeah. polar bears, penguins, and more are going to be walking around. And this is the best part. Yeah. Walking around accompanied by serenading musicians. I can't wait. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. I can't wait. If you are there and you're experiencing this, please post some stories and tag us. I want to see some of this stuff live. Um, yes. Because honestly, we're only, we only have a couple days when we're coming next, not this week, but the next we ain't going to be in animal kingdom. Um, but if that's your thing, I want to see what it looks like. Cause just the way that it sounds like if you see that, what the puppets actually look like, they are actually, they're pretty cool looking. Um, yeah. but just the way that they're like artisan sculpted puppets. So, it kind of sounds like they're just fancy Muppets, but they're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean like the, the theme or the design or the, like the overall look of those puppets kind of matches the decorations they already have. Mm-hmm. So as you enter, as you enter, um, animal kingdom and you're looking at the tree of life in front of you the two gift shops are off to the left and right on like the perimeter of the buildings they have those animals that are all there and the entranceway is a kind of bigger mm-hmm. and you saw if you've been watching our, our story um as i've been visiting the parks i kind of posted some of the photos of what those things look like so it's definitely all the same look so to speak but yeah. these are coming to life yes so to speak coming to life um, okay, so we're going to talk about the Tree of Life, too. So this is another thing. As the other beacons of the parks, the Tree of Life is the beacon of Animal Kingdom. So when the park is open after dark, because uh, Animal Kingdom is not always open after dark, but when it is, the Tree of Life will show its wintry tales. So it features the animals carved in the tree itself. They, like, play this, you know, kind of story going on. Um, and it's this is like a holiday-inspired musical score that will be playing. Just like the Magic Kingdom, they're going to be rotating in the 50th thing as well. So even though they'll be doing the Tree of Life kind of Christmas thing, they will also be rolling in their 50th celebration 
um, beacon of light thing that they do there as well. Yeah, I think it's cool yeah. to have all four parks united with the same kind of mm-hmm. thing. So um, just like Magic Kingdom, let's talk about where the big tree, not the tree of life, yes. but the big Christmas the tree, tree is located here at Animal Kingdom. So their Christmas tree is not in the park. It's oh. before you enter the park. Oh, so yes, it's I do remember this. after security. It's after the security checkpoint, but it's before the actual gate of the park. So um, there is a photo pass there most times of the day, weather permitting. And um, just like a big Christmas tree, you can get your photo taken in front of it. Same kind of thing. You can have a photo pass person take it, or you can take your own. There's plenty of you know spots to take your photo in front of it. It's the 360-degree access to it. Mm-hmm. But just like in Magic Kingdom, there are some things to look at underneath the Christmas mm-hmm. tree. You know, At the base of the tree, there are these big gift boxes that have some Lion King characters on it. There is a jack-in-the-box that Tigger is popping out of. Okay. There's a big old sad Eeyore statue kind of thing there. Jiminy Cricket's hanging out. So definitely go take a look, walk around it, see what you can see, see what the different decorations on the tree look like. Because, of course, it's Animal Kingdom. So you have that Animal Kingdom theme vibe kind of thing going on with the decorations mm-hmm. there. Um, it's it's worth it to go take your photo in front of it, get a photo of it, and investigate it and see what kind of things you can find underneath and in the tree here at Animal Kingdom. Uh, the next thing is the flotillas, which I love it when, is that even a real word or did Disney make that up? A flotilla. It sounds fancy, right? It sounds right? fancy, but it also sounds made up. Uh, so basically when it's not the holidays, <laughs> you can catch characters floating by on the flotillas that are just regular in the rivers, right? In the park. They're all like pontoon boats, but they're like kind of decorated. But for the holidays, you can find Goofy, Chippendale, and others that will be on these musical, like holiday musical flotillas that they're doing. And you know, your boy Santa, Santa Claus. Santa's going to be on one. Yeah. Is going to be on that too. He's going to have. We understand he's going to have his own flotilla, uh, you know, around the rivers of Discovery Island and whatnot. So just keep your eyes peeled for Santa Claus trading in his sleigh for a fancy made-up flotilla here in Animal That's Kingdom. That's right. Do you think that the tree is outside because they? It's another one of those like there's too many animals around that could be getting stuff from the tree. Like they kind of. Oh, interesting. Like they would think like it's real because they let the birds fly around quite yeah. a bit. But then again, they have a whole tree of life in the middle of the park. So yeah. I don't know. Well, no, I'm just thinking like even when it comes to the decorations of the tree, because you're not even really allowed to have anything plastic or oh, everything's plastic. like paper. That's so interesting, they interesting may have point. To, but perhaps they don't want like things from the tree to be to get somehow like floating around the park where animals could get it and get hurt. So that's my only thing about maybe that's why the tree's out there. Look at you thinking outside the box <sighs> you know here. You may saying. have stumbled upon a real reason here. It's all Who about knows? the animals. All about the animals. All right, let's move to Hollywood Studios. I don't know why I said it that way. I just really like Hollywood Studios. Um, excuse me. It was very dramatic. Star I like Wars it. It was Studios, like, as I like to call it. Lights, camera, action. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not my MGM, but I'll be excited about it, okay? Um, so the Sunset Seasons Greetings returns to Disney Hollywood Studios. This is where holiday magic transforms the tower into all these different things. So it becomes a Muppet gingerbread masterpiece, a Toy Story toy hotel, a snowy scene from Arendelle, and a Dickinson... This word gets me every year. I remembered it Dickensian. from last year. Dickensian Village. <laughs> I remember it last year. I was like, oh, it's that word. Dickensian Village from Mickey's Christmas Carol. So these are the projections that happen on the Tower of Terror. It's really fun to watch. Um, they play music that goes um, are part of it, too. Because you'll just be kind of walking around and you're like, what am I hearing? Like, what is going on? Because if you're listening to it, but you're not watching it, it sounds really weird. Um, yes. So I recommend just stopping somewhere on Sunset Boulevard and watching the projections like for at least one of the loops because they kind of like just loop it through. Um, mm-hmm. So I recommend that. And then, as always, as the other parks, they're going to be taking breaks from that and they will be doing the 50th anniversary celebration projections to the Tower of Terror as well as the, let you heard it here, Beacon of Magic as another Beacon of Magic. Ooh. Sorry, Beacon of Light. Beacon of Light. <laughs> There is a little bit of an overlay happening with the, for the first time in forever, a Frozen sing-along mm-hmm. celebration. They have a holiday finale at the end. Um, of course, Olaf does his thing there. And I will tell you that because they're doing the holiday finale, that means they skip the encore of Let It Go, which usually brings the right, house down, yeah. right? Because it's snowing in there. People are singing Let It Go. It's being belted by Elsa and the thing again. But no, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's still a fun Do time. Do they not sing but Let It know Snow? That if, <laughs> no no you'll see it's it is yeah. definitely a fun um holiday celebration in there and it's nice i kind of like it when they do anything different with an attraction because if you've done it once and you get to do it during this time of the year it makes it a different experience even if it's only the end it's still nice to have something different 
because this way you kind of don't get tired of it. It doesn't get boring. It's something new to do this time around. Yeah. Now let's move on to Santa. This one's probably my favorite Santa because Santa cruises down Hollywood Boulevard in a candy apple red convertible during the Santa Claus Merry Motorcade. And those are happening yes. throughout the day, right? They'll be doing the motorcades throughout the day? Yeah. And so you can, yes. you can see Santa like hanging out like a Hollywood star in his red convertible. Like, be looking for him. Talk about the train location for this park. Um, it's not in the middle of town square. It's not before you get to the park here. It's in the middle of a lake. Underwater. It's in the middle of Echo Lake right there in Hollywood Studios. So as you enter Hollywood, you go down Hollywood Boulevard to make a left, and that's where you enter the Christmas wonderland that is Echo Lake. And in addition to the big tree in the middle, they have the floating glass ornaments that are floating in the lake uh, of Echo Lake. And to completely round out the area, even Gertie, the dino, gets in on the action. She's wearing a Santa hat, and an ornament is hanging from her mouth. And currently, that ornament has a big gold 50 on it. Oh, of course, okay. the 50s referring to the 50th mm-hmm. anniversary of Walt Disney World. If you saw our story the day that I went to Hollywood Studios, I did get a nice close-up photo of old Gertie. Mm-hmm. Um, with the ornament hanging out of her mouth. So, again, these are all free things to look at to do in, in the parks. And here, these are some great photo opportunities to get that big old Christmas tree in the background. And depending on where you're, you're situated, you can get some nice photos if you have a bit of a zoom lens here. This is a photography uh, conversation here, so follow, follow mm-hmm. me, if you will. Um, I'm blacking out now. If you have your zoom lens with you, if you have your zoom lens with you, you can catch photos of Hollywood, t- the Hollywood Tower Hotel, a.k.a. Tower of Terror, with a little bit of the tree kind of in, in your frame mm. as well. So okay. there's a lot to do here with the Christmas decorations. And all around Echo Lake, too, around like the lampposts and stuff, are those big like old-timey, yes. like uh, I guess they're kind of like ornaments or whatever yeah. you know, talking yeah. about. So they have reindeer or Santa. And mm. I do also want to mention that um, I refer to them as the creepers, but those three like oh, yes. female, almost like ceramic looking figurine yeah. things like Hubble's? that are not an Echo Lake. Yeah, they're almost across like the way there. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know what these are. And then we also need to find closer out. to Echo Lake. You know Lake. those creepy things um, from the 50s? Those yes. Those crisp, creepy like porcelain decorations. H- Hummels, right? Is that Hummel. what you Yeah, or like... Hummel. I was maybe. saying Hubble. I was like, it's something like that. Hummel, Hubble, Hummel. Something like that. Yeah. And... Um, or like, not it's not quite a precious moment, if you remember the precious right, moments, because right. those were kind of cute. These are kind of creepy. And there are like some, I think they're reindeer or something on the other side, closer to Echo Lake too, that have like spaghetti hair. That kind of reminds me of what I think Justin Timberlake's hair looked like during that phase <laughs> yes. of his life in NSYNC. Ramen noodles. That's there too. I'm probably going to post a photo of like who, who wore it better. <laughs> Either, <laughs> Please do. Uh, Please Jay do. Timber or, uh, or these, these figurines. Guys. So yeah, definitely things to to look for when you're walking around Hollywood Studios. And one thing I haven't really mentioned that I think is worth mentioning is a lot of these Christmas decorations kind of happen in the hubs of these parks. Mm -hmm. And once you get outside of the hubs, usually it kind of like falls off. There really isn't as much. So Hollywood Studios, definitely on the way down. They have like the big holly going around the sides of Hollywood Boulevard. Boulevard. And then they got the stars going down. Yeah, Boulevard. As you walk in, they start punching you. Yeah. Um, they have like the big red and white stars lined uh, lined on the edge of um, Sunset Boulevard as you approach mm-hmm. Tower of Terror. And then after Echo Lake, that's really it. Kind of like that's yeah. it for Christmas decorations. Because then it really becomes Star Wars Studios. Um, Pretty much, yeah. And guys, Gertie gets dressed up. So take a picture of her. Okay, don't be rude. Yeah. She's dressed up for you. Take a picture of her. Don't forget about Gertie. Don't forget about Gertie. Okay, let's move on to Epcot, the experimental prototype of tomorrow. Uh, sorry, community <laughs> of tomorrow. I said that wrong. Anyways, guess all right, I just wanted to read this. I'm going to start kick this off because I felt like this was um, informational, but also not informational. I felt like this was kind of broad, but this was like what they posted. Guests are invited to share in the sights and sounds of some of the world's greatest holiday festivities during the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays presented by Advent Health where time-honored traditions come alive through music, dance, and the storytelling heritage of the countries of the world showcase. Beginning on November 26th through December 30th, you can celebrate with a spirit array of seasonal entertainment. So while that really didn't tell us anything, um, basically in the... I was like, okay, cool, but what are those things? They're going to list them, right? No, they didn't. Um, So basically in the world showcase, each country will have different things going on for the holidays. So they'll have live music, um, they'll have maybe some different merch. It just sort of depends 
Um, but those are just different things that you would probably want to look at your My Disney Experience app to see exactly like who's playing where and what's going on for each country, if that makes sense. Yes. The biggest holiday offering at Epcot for sure is the Candlelight Processional. It's currently running from November 26th through December 30th, and it is totally free to watch. Mm -hmm. It takes place in the American Gardens Theater, which is a big outdoor theater across the way from the American Pavilion. It's where they have the Eat the Beat or the Food Rocks. No, what is it called? Garden Rocks. No, Eat to the Beat, Garden Rocks. Thank you. Food Rocks was the show in the yeah, Land Pavilion like, that replaced. Food Rocks was the <laughs> Kitchen which Cabaret. I really, I really wish they still had that Kitchen Cabaret. Yeah. Yes. Ah, rip. <laughs> um, if you're unfamiliar with the show, it tells the traditional version of the Christmas story with a huge choir and orchestra, a live orchestra. It's a tradition that dates back to the early days of Disneyland. So not even Disney World. Like we're talking. A while ago pre, pre, pre. over in Disneyland. <laughs> the um, the show includes celebrity narrators. They have announced a few so far this year. That includes Jody Benson, Pat Sajak, Cheetah Rivera, Lisa Ling, Blair Underwood. <laughs> Underwood is such a hard word to say, so I'm really Underwood. glad that you messed it up too because I'm like, when I, even yes. when I say it in my head, I'm like, this is not going to go well. Um, I am really shocked, <laughs> though, that Neil Patrick Harris is not going to be there this year. Yeah. I feel like he's just Our like a shoe-in. Every year you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, not been announced. Maybe they'll wait till the last know. minute and be like, you sure you don't want to come? Because Neil Patrick Harris is now coming. <laughs> Again, they probably just haven't booked him Maybe. yet. They're waiting to hear back from his PR guy. <laughs> Could be. Um, by the way, if you didn't recognize some of those names I mentioned, you're not alone. Yeah. I had to Google some of them. You're like, oh, I know that from, I know this person from that thing, but like, mm-hmm. I, I truly don't really know. Wouldn't have known. Um, it is a popular show Mm -hmm. and i want to emphasize that because you need to show up early if you'd like to get a seat i would recommend at least like a bare minimum of 45 minutes before the advertised start time of the show they often have multiple showings in a day so i would say do whatever one you want to do but make sure you get there early you can still technically watch from just outside the theater if you didn't quite make it in, but you know it's not the same experience. Yeah. You're going to have something obstructing your view. You're not sitting you know, sitting down to actually fully enjoy it. You're not immersed in the actual crowd closer to the speakers, so to speak, or the actual singers themselves. So make sure you get there. Um, there is a paid version of this, so to speak. So I know we're talking about holiday free holiday fun in the parks. If you want to guarantee some seating, you can do a dining package with a participating restaurant so you go get your dinner at one of these restaurants and they um, have designated seating for you so you're not really paying for tickets you're paying for a designated seated seating area at this show but seriously get there early it's a really unique thing because they don't really do a lot of religious things in the parks this happens to be one where they are they're telling you the story of christmas right of little little baby jesus and whatnot so um, definitely check this out if it's something you're interested in. And I have a little piece. If you're wondering what it sounds like during this show, I do have a very quick snippet of the choir just hitting a note that I don't think I'll ever be able to hit unless someone you know kicks me in the crotch. <laughs> so here's a little bit of the candlelight processional. You mean it's not the pentatonics guy. It's not that note. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh, that guy. No, yeah, that that's insane. even higher. But yes, here's a little bit of candlelight processional. Parkland podcast is not responsible for any glass that may have been damaged in your car while you're listening to this on the way to work. <laughs> oh man, yeah, you have to pee too. It's like, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> it's was that clip rattling your bladder? I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, all right, and last but not least in Epcot, let's talk about Santa. Santa is in the American Pavilion because he's American. Sure. Um, in years past, he's been there with like a big sleigh and he's been available to take photos with. But now it's going to be a little bit different. It'll be distance. He'll still be there, but you can still have your photo opportunity with Santa in Epcot. Fear not, my yes. friends. Fear not. 
All right, let's move over to an entirely free thing, which is Disney Springs, right? No park admission going on here. You're free to roll up. There's no fee for free parking. Free to roll up, um, yo. <laughs> roll up. So you may remember in previous years, Disney Springs hosted the Christmas Tree Trail. It was all centrally located over in the Marketplace area. It used to be a bus loop. Yep. Um, it has since been altered, adjusted, starting last year where they did the Christmas Tree Stroll, and that is back this year. So the 2021 Disney Springs Christmas tree stroll is already happening at Disney Springs. They are all around, so it's not just in one spot. It's a totally free activity. You can pick up a map that will guide you to the locations of the trees at several locations. Some of the ones are the City Works Eatery, Planet Hollywood, the Boathouse. Go get yourself some nice mm. honey-topped rolls mm -hmm. with their delicious butter at the Boathouse. You don't even have to go and sit down at a table. You can go to the bar and order those rolls. I've done that, yeah. by the way. Anyway, go there, get your map. Or uh, Basin is another popular area that they're selling, that they're not selling. Basin's another popular one where they're handing out the, um, the maps. You can use the map to find all 20 trees around property. This year, they introduced seven new trees, and some of those are the Nightmare Before Christmas, the Black Panther tree. The Black Panther tree has an actual Ooh. Black Panther. Well, okay, not an actual Black, Black Panther, Panther, okay? But, yeah, a Black Panther sculpture popping out of the side of it. And um, the Raya and the Last Dragon is a new tree as well. The Disney Parks tree, of course, has a little extra pixie dust on it in celebration of the 50th anniversary. And the one of the trees they brought back is the Haunted Mansion tree. And this freaking thing has the bride popping out of the tree. Wow. If you haven't seen it, yeah, I haven't seen this. I'm going to try to get a photo okay. of it. It's it's wild. It's so cool looking. So definitely check out all these trees. Again, a free thing. If I can make a recommendation while you're here, maybe don't go on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday night. If you can do it on a weekday night, that's usually a good idea to go to Springs in general, but for sure... If you want to actually be able to get up close to these trees, take some photos, maybe take a photo with the tree in the background, try a weeknight. And the other cool thing about this map, again, that is free to get, is there are some discounts on that map. And you don't often find discounts for stores yeah. in Disney Springs, other than, you know, if it's a Disney owned and operated, right. you might get your annual pass discount, a Disney Vacation Club discount. But this actually has like coupons on it oh. for some things that don't normally have coupons for. Coupon. And it also kind of tells you, some other holiday exclusive treats. These are the ones that are not free, but it does give you a guide as to where to get some other things. And as you're going through the map and as you're checking off the different trees you find, they have little corresponding stickers on this map. So like if you're looking for the Raya and the Last Dragon um, tree, there's a sticker that goes with it. And when you find it, you put it on the map where that tree okay. is. You turn that map in and then they give you a prize. It's going to be really fun to do with the kiddos. So if you're looking for a yeah, holiday activity definitely. with the kiddos. Uh, speaking of trees, so the main tree of Disney Springs is um, it's in the town center area. So this is just another great photo op for you to go. I don't think there's any like Easter eggs in the bottom of this one, but which mm -mm. you would think that this is the tree that they would make like the Disney Parks tree. But it's not. It's just like the Disney Springs tree. So, but mm -hmm. I mean, if anything, it's a ginormous tree. It's beautiful. If you're wondering where Town Center is, when you take a bus into Disney Springs, where you get let out, that's Town yeah, Center. So it's like right in the middle the of everything. Station. If you if yes. you're parking in one of the garages, like look um, for the bus station area. That's where it's going to be. Yep. And some other things that are going on here. Um, you won't be able to get your Snope in Hollywood Studios like they did in the past. But you can get it here at Town Center, totally free, what? which is a, a really nice bonus. Yeah. So every night, now through December 30th, Town Center will have a little snowfall there. There's also a DJ over at the Advent Health Waterside <laughs> stage. They have toy soldiers walking around on stilts and snowflake skaters all around, too. Yeah, you can, you can, <laughs> you can fist bump to the beat over at uh, Town Center while it's snowping. Um, and all it's all part of the Christmas experience. Get your toy soldier on, if you will. Yes. Awesome. Um, let's talk about Santa. Last but not least is Santa, right? You can catch him inside the Once Upon a Toy Store. Toy Store. Did you see what I did there? Near the Marketplace. Yes. So this starts um, on November 12th, and it goes to December 24th. Face covers are required, and there will be a PhotoPass cast member there on hand. Uh, so don't forget, they can take your photo with your own camera in there, too. I would assume uh, they'll probably let you take your face covering down like they have been for 
for the photos, you have to have them on. No, because you're inside. Yeah, but I thought they yeah. were letting you do that. Oh, that was only for outside. Kind of, but yeah. yeah. So there was a rule if you were taking a photo, but they tried to limit it to outside. But that's they that's specifically the made a note on the website. Face coverings are required. Okay. So letting you know before you go in that yeah, it'll be a you will be getting a photo of Santa. Christmas. Yes. <laughs> if that's yes. the Santa you chose. Honestly, though, like for 2020, some of the photos we took, like of my whole family, my family tends to come down here like they did last year. They'll be here this year for Thanksgiving. So we took a big photo in front of a tree I'm about to mention, and we all have our masks on. And like some members of the family were upset. And I was like, you know what? It yeah. actually encapsulate, encapsulates totally the does. year. That was the yep. year of the masks. So let's yeah. let's just kind of like let it be what it is and laugh at it, you know, in years It'll later. It'll be a so. memory. Plus, I'm like, who's like taking these photos and like blowing them up and putting them, displaying them everywhere? You know what I mean? They're no. just photos you yeah. look back on. So you'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah that was the year. That was 2020, 2020, 2020 or whatever, like when we had masks. So, yes. Since you can't make funny faces with a mask over, I always like do the eye cross thing. You know, I feel like it's a fun time. <laughs> so if we could talk about some of the resorts yeah. and how they are taking part in the holiday decorations, because obviously it's free to access a resort. And as we talk about some of these things, just know that chances are the tree is in the lobby. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everyone that I'm going to mention right here, the, the big thing, the big ticket item is in the main lobby of these resorts. But I also want to mention as we go along here how to get to these resorts because if you don't have a car, you kind of have to do a little finagling. Or if you do have a car, you can't always just park at these resorts. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have some tips along the way here as to how to get to these things, some of them more obvious than others. But I want to talk about the big daddy, big the most daddy. important one, I think. Yes, is, of course, the gingerbread house over at the Grand Floridian. Not a new thing. It's been around for a long time. You can't miss it. It's right there in the main part of the lobby. You can smell it from the parking lot. The smell of gingerbread slaps you right across the face mm-hmm. as those automatic doors open up for the lobby. There are so many great photo opportunities in here. As I mentioned um, a few minutes ago now that my whole family took a photo in front of the tree here at the Grand Floridian. It's a beautiful lobby to begin with. Get your, get your picture in there. You can also get some photos with your family too, you know, with the uh, gingerbread house in the background. The experience of the gingerbread house, looking at it and stuff is obviously free. They have some items available for purchase. I'll try to post a photo of what the menu board uh, looks like the day this episode releases if I can. Because you can like basically buy a piece of gingerbread. What they do is they go on the outside, they pop off a shingle, and then let you eat the gingerbread. <laughs> that's not what they do. But that's no. what it looks like. That's kind of the but point. But just know? to be clear, there are actual people inside of this gingerbread house selling yes. items. So if you're like, wait, what? It's that big. It's big enough where they can fit yes. a few cast members on the inside of it. And you kind of walk around the like walk around the side of it and there's a little window and they're selling items out of it, like gingerbread things. There's like all these other kind of desserts you can get from in there. So that's like sort of part of the experience. It's not just, Hey, look at this big gingerbread house. It's like, no, there's actually people inside of it and they're selling things out of this little window out the back. So it's kind of, it's really cool. I've been there where they've had like smoke coming out of the chimney too. Like it's a real, it's a real thing. So to get to the Grand Floridian, of course, if you're already at Magic Kingdom, you can either walk over or take the monorail. I will tell you, if you do decide to walk, just know that you should have your walking shoes on, get your orthopedics yeah. on. It's a bit of a, it's a bit, it's of, a bit a of a walk. Um, yeah, so you can either take the monorail over, you can take the boat too as well. If you're not coming from Magic Kingdom, you can, of course, take a bus from any of the other parks to Grand Floridian, or you can take a bus to Magic Kingdom. Um, which are these are their res- resort buses by the way like just correct yeah, yes. you don't know it's you'll be looking for the resort buses and then you'll just find the yes. one that says grand floridian you'll hop grand on floridian. it so yeah um i would not recommend trying to park directly in the no. parking lot of the grand floridian because generally speaking the parking lot um rules are a little more stringent at a little more strict at the monorail loop resorts because of the proximity to Magic Kingdom. So you can park at the Ticket and Transportation Center. If you are a resort guest, you don't have to pay for parking. If you are an annual pass holder, you don't have to pay for parking to park at the TTC for short. And, of course, you can take the monorail or walk over to the Grand Floridian. Um, The next resort we're going to go to is Greg's favorite, the Contemporary Resort. Uh, They have a giant outdoor Christmas tree there. Um, It's a great photo opportunity there. Uh, And in the past, they've had a gingerbread display, and that is on the fourth floor. We don't really know. They haven't announced this for this year. But if they do have it, that's where it's going to be on the fourth floor. This is just where they've done, like, different themed, um, kind of how they've done the chocolate, right? When they did the chocolate sculptures and stuff. Like, it's just their different themed gingerbread houses. So this, in the in the years past, it was a big um, castle with Cinderella and Prince Charming, and then it became Frozen-themed 
where there was Anna and Elsa, and they always have like the hidden Mickeys or the hidden Olafs. I think it was one year. They've moved, they shuffled it around where it was on the fourth floor. Most recently, it was up against like the big windows in there. Um, so yeah, at the time of this recording, nothing has been announced, nothing's been erected. So um, still waiting to see. Don't giggle. <laughs> um, <laughs> erected is a fair word to use. Um, I, as I said it, I was like, I shouldn't have said that. Anyway, so uh, waiting to see. However, if you wanted, if you want to see a chocolate display, you can head over to Disney's Beach Club mm. Resort because they have their big giant chocolate carousel in the lobby. So yeah, a you heard it. It's a chocolate, chocolate carousel. carousel. This year it is Little Mermaid themed, oh. and usually they have hidden Mickey's or hidden other characters throughout it. They always have like the plaque. That's outside of it, too, that tells you how many pounds of chocolate. chocolate or whatever, like how many different food items and the quantity right, thereof right. that was used in the making of this thing. And it's kind of a neat thing to do and check out. I feel like kids would love it to kind of like kind of let them know, like, hey, this is chocolate and whatnot. And in the past, to find all of the hidden Mickeys or hidden whatevers on this thing, I've had to go to the second level of the lobby. So believe it or not, there's a, there's a second floor of the Beach Club lobby and you don't have any, you don't need any special access to get up there. You just go up the stairs and walk around, and you can usually spot the ones from above. Um, this resort is like kind of easy to get to. You can take a resort bus here from most of the parks or Disney Springs. You can take a boat from Epcot or Hollywood Studios or the Skyliner from anywhere on the Skyliner line Art of Animation, Pop Century Resort, Caribbean Beach, Riviera, Hollywood Studios. Again, wouldn't recommend trying to park here because of its proximity to Epcot. People try to park at a resort to circumnavigate the fee to park in front of the yeah. park, so they have to be strict there. Of course, if you have a dining reservation or you're staying there, you can park there if you have your car. While you're there, you might as well pop over to Yacht Club, see their tree. It's usually nautical-themed. Mm -hmm. You might want to hop over to the boardwalk, too, to see if there are outdoor trees out there in their courtyard, kind of get like a, a three-for-one situation going on over here. Yeah. I just realized that we didn't talk about how to get to the contemporary, so just a little quick blurb for oh, yeah. that it is on the monorail track so if you like park at the ttc you have a car you can park there if you're at uh, magic kingdom it is a quick walk so that is a short walk you don't have to like worry about that um, and you can pop over there as well parking there is probably going to be tricky you'd have to make it through the gate to even get to park there so i wouldn't recommend that but if you're at another Correct. park again you can always take a bus so that's for the contemporary next we're going to go to one of my favorites this is the wilderness lodge <sighs> special place in my heart mm. never stayed there but their lobby is incredible. It just speaks to my heart. Uh, they have a giant Christmas tree in the lobby. It's gorgeous. I just love their lobby in general. And with the fireplaces and stuff, it's for Christmas. It's incredible. So I highly recommend figuring out a way to get to this um, resort to see the Christmas decor. Usually there's a designated photo spot with a bench there as well. Um, and in the past, there have been photo pass, people's that, photo pass people there at the tree to take photos. Um, I'm pretty sure even when we were there, there was someone in there. I think a lot of the big, like bigger resorts that have these big trees try to have a photo pass person there for their guest. Um, so look for that. And then um, how to get to this resort. Again, you can take a bus from all four parks. You can take a boat over for Magic Kingdom. If there's a rocking chair near a fireplace, like just spend like 20 minutes. Okay. Just sit in a rocking chair, take it, <laughs> take it all in. It's wonderful. Yes, and this is one of the resorts where I would attempt to park my car here. Just let them know you're going in yeah. to shop and eat a little bit. And depending on park capacity, they might actually let you yeah. in. Same kind of thing for Animal Kingdom Lodge. They traditionally have had their big tree in the Jumbo House lobby. Mm -hmm. And I, I've definitely parked there before. Or you can take a bus from all four parks or Disney Springs if you want to check it out. There's not a whole lot going on there. Um, I do also have an honorable mention, yeah. if you'll indulge with me for a moment. Because this one's like, this one takes a little effort, but the payoff is okay. huge. So... The reason why it takes a little effort is this one requires a paid component, so to okay. speak. So I would say if you're feeling like eating an all-you-care-to-enjoy dinner meal, do it at Trails End at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground because once you're on premises with your own car, in this in this example I'm going to give, um, you can park there. You know, you'll hop on the internal bus to get to the restaurant. And then after that, drive around all the different camping loops it's an entire experience. I know I've talked about mm -hmm. it before for all holidays, major holidays, yep. 4th of July, Halloween, Christmas. It will take up at least an hour of your night going in and out of all the loops. People go wild with their Christmas decorations, Hanukkah decorations, whatever holiday you want to yeah. celebrate in December. They bring their stuff, and it is such a cool experience. And again, free. I know you're there because you maybe ate dinner, so that's the paid component. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, it's kind of difficult to get on the resort premises. But... um. 
you can't take the internal bus system around to see inside right. the loops. I mean, you could take the bus around, but you really need your own yeah. car. Um, I doubt you're going to want to rent a Pargo, yeah. you know, a six, Golf I think cart. it's 60 something dollars. So in this scenario, you need your own car, but, or maybe you can get an Uber driver to oh do it. Gosh, I don't know. Be hilarious. But, um, that would be really funny. It'd be quite the fair, <laughs> yeah. but still, um, highly recommend it. If you can, if you're here with your car, you rented a car, just figure out a way to get there and drive around the loops. It's so cool. Yeah. It's one of those, like, you know, it's not done by Disney. It's done by guests of Disney. And Fans. so yeah. it's just really cool to see what people come up with. Cause there are some super creative people out there. The, I mean, if the Halloween stuff alone doesn't give you like a good idea of what happens what people put together. I feel like Christmas is even more so. People just go all out. Oh, yeah. Because um, I had a friend that was like, oh, I don't, like, I didn't know that. I knew it was a thing for Christmas. I'm like, yeah. People will literally, they will rent, like, two plots so that they can decorate on one and stay on the other. And they'll stay there for oh, weeks yeah. at a time. It's not like these people are setting up, um, you know, for a couple days. Some of them are staying for, like, the whole month. So they have time to, like, really get into it. And I'm sure, and I'm with the, you know, with TikTok being big, you know, if you can't get to the parks, like just look on TikTok or Instagram. People are always <laughs> posting their stories about all the crazy stuff that people are doing because they also do uh, the golf cart parade for Christmas as well. Do they not? Yeah. Yeah. They probably yeah. do. Because that's like a whole that's like a whole other thing, right? They do a Halloween parade <laughs> and, and they do a Christmas parade where people just go all out on their golf carts. And so that's kind of another thing that if you can figure out when it is um, to go park there and get on the loop and just watch the parade. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Gotta do it's it. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Do you ever remember the Miley Cyrus skits from SNL? That's what that's. Yes. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um. So as far as other resorts, we didn't really feel like there was anything mentioning in the value or moderate resorts, um, and some of the other deluxe resorts. You know, there's just not much going on there. There's some holiday decor, but I wouldn't say like if you aren't staying there, it's worth taking time to go there. Um, yeah, not a destination. I would yeah, say. Yeah, you could probably skip these. Now, I see you have Polynesian on the list. The only reason I'm going to the Polynesian is to try to still get into Ohana, but I I highly <laughs> recommend that any time of the year, but it's probably not yes. too crazy of decoration, which is interesting to me that they don't really go all out for Christmas at the Polynesian, but I guess, I don't know. I'm like, they do it at like Animal Kingdom they Lodge, do but they're it. not doing it at the Polynesian, which is on the monorail trail. Yeah. I wonder, like, is it that they don't want to put a big, like a big old tree up in their lobby Maybe. because of the way that it's situated? Probably. I don't know. Who knows? Do they not do a lot for Christmas on the islands of Hawaii? Hawaii, Hawaii. I mean, yeah, because it's I don't know. Melakalikimaka. Melakalikimaka. Yeah, right. I don't know. So that was our free holiday fun in Walt Disney World 2021. Hopefully, you get to travel down here in the next six weeks or so, six seven weeks, and get to do some of these things because it's really a unique time to be here. And hopefully, you get to enjoy it because it's really a lot of fun. Sure. Um, don't have any news yeah, nugs there this week, any news so instead nugs. we'll just jump right into some disney history as always in partnership with the mouselets who are approaching 100k followers on instagram which i know they're very happy about so if you're not already following them please go do that on instagram at the mouselets and of course check out their shop and their tiktok account as well they have plenty of stuff to look at um, on their accounts so what you got all right i'm going all the way back to 1999 uh as of this day (laughs) this was 1999 i think it was sunday sunday or monday uh, the Skyway at Disney World's Magic Kingdom officially closed, which, gather around children if you weren't old enough to know, it was a gondola lift attraction, first made popular in Disneyland, and it took riders back and forth between Fantasyland and Tomorrowland. So you can find pictures of this everywhere. I don't know if I actually ever read the Skyway, rode the Skyway, but I loved the idea of it. So <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool when, when it was there. I just, we just never really actually I rode it. it. I know, I but now they have the, you know, the new Skyliner. The new Skyliner. It's not the same because it's not in the middle of the park. It doesn't take you like That's what it from is. one part of the park to the other. And then they don't have the train, so you don't have that magic. So it's just a little, you know, we're missing it. We're missing it. But yeah, 1999. It's coming. Um, who knew? The, the glory days. <laughs> um, I'm going to take us back a little further in time to 1993 over in Epcot when the Fountain View Espresso and Bakery opened. So if you remember, this is old school Epcot now at this point because it's demolished. But as you um, walk into the park, go underneath Spaceship Earth and just keep walking forward, kind of like that weird like triangular shaped netting thing that you'd walk underneath. Yeah. That'd be the big fountain in front of yeah. you for a while. And that's why they called it the Fountain View um, thing. It eventually became a Starbucks. Right. But there was a time when Nicole and I would go there, not in the 90s because we weren't together back then. <laughs> but 
we'd go in there and get our uh, scoops of ice cream and sit down and, and kind of relax there and stuff. But that opened up in 1993. Wow. A long, long time ago. Yep. Before I jump into our quote of the week here on That Parkway Podcast, a reminder, if you liked what you heard today, please feel free to like, subscribe, head over to iTunes, leave us a review over there. That kind of thing lets us become more visible in the podcast community, and we appreciate it. And of course, you also have the option of uh, submitting a anonymous survey via the link in our show notes or our Instagram bio as well. If you want to follow us on Instagram, our show account is at that Park Life Podcast, and my personal account is at the Disney Greg, and I am at the Real Beth McDonald. You can head over to our website thatparklifepodcast.com to request a magic gram. It is a free way for you to send a little bit of pixie dust to someone you know that needs it. So if you're not talking about free holiday fun, you have a free way to send someone some pixie dust. And of course, you can submit a cast member magical moment. You can keep up with different ways to participate with the show on our website. All right. And now a quote that's semi-inspired by the weather because it's been raining like quite a bit here these last few days. Yeah, we had like a 24-hour rainstorm here. So this one comes to us from Snow White the second fairest of them all. Of course, your boy Greg being the fairest. Okay. Snow White once said, when the raindrops come tumbling, remember, you're the one who can fill the world with sunshine. Oh. So sweet. And with that, we say goodbye. Thanks for hanging out with us for yet another week. And keep your eyes peeled on uh, our story to see Beth in the parks next week. Live in living color. Can't wait. Yes, and I'll be at the very merriest this Thursday, so yeah. I'll let you, let you all in on what's going on Please there. Do. All right. Bye, Bye. everyone.